Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. And welcome to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. Today, I'm here with Paula, my co-host, as usual. You cut out there, so we quite know what you said. Anyway, today we have um, Kirsty Cruz with us. I hope I said your name right. I've got to check beforehand. Um, it's really nice to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited. I was like, this is definitely something I need to get myself on. What a I just just by the title alone. <laughs> I know it's the best title. I think we, we yeah. don't want to pick that one well. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Christmas tree in the background. I know this has become my spot for all of the streams and everything. It's uh, one, it's good by the internet, but this is my family Christmas tree. It's been in the family for 25 years. It is fake. And um, it has, if you guys notice, it has a lot of angels on it. And my sister and I, that that's supposed to represent the two of us growing up every year. We got angel ornaments so just meaningful yeah and then this is actually the Anna Marie Island uh, down in Florida uh, to represent represent that area I got that last year oh wonderful perfect look at that I know um so tell us about 2020 what has 2020 been like for you 2020 has been the craziest year thus far um, because we have been forced to be inside more than ever. And I am such a social person. Uh, that just means I do a lot more of these kind of things and bringing me and pulling me into that world. I luckily have been able to get to know people that I would have never met on foot. Like I, I've met so many people in Australia and the UK now and, and Spain. Now I know two people in Spain. Um, the fact that I am shipping merch now in those places is insane to me. Um, but the beginning of 2020, I printed the record and got that all and then got that all done and then put goodie bags together and basically sent goodie bags to all of the Kickstarter people that helped me back the album and so that was such a blessing to be able to do during that time because right in april they were receiving all their packages and then in return i was getting like all of their messages and that literally helped like saved me um from being inside but yeah i think that's what i've been up to a lot is just digging into the online stuff learning uh learning all these new marketing tools i was able to still put out three singles this year, which is awesome that we just decided to keep going and, and do it. And yeah. Perfect. Tell Perfect. us about your uh, latest single that was out. My latest single is 
a beloved song by the Thirsties we call uh, the Thirsties kind of that's the fan name that just naturally happened. Um, my name rhymes with thirsty. So that's how Kirsty thirsty. And then I used to be in a band in the Midwest area uh, called Thirsty Jones. So they became my thirsties, but uh, my last single is called thirsty. That's a lot. I'm just saying a lot of thirsties right now, but <laughs> it was, it's called thirsty. And I just knew that there was a song that I needed to put out there called that. It's just a word that I have held dear in, in so many different ways. And so, um, yeah, that I put that out on November 13th and I've been holding on to that one. It feels like forever. I want to say almost three years and, um, to have that done and on the record and a single that I'm, I'm really proud of it. It felt good to be able to share that and get that out right before the holidays. Good. Perfect. Perfect. I must admit, yeah. I love all three singles. I can't really pick between them, which one is actually my favorite. I was trying to, trying to sit there and pick one, but I think I can because they're all sort of different, but they're just, absolutely amazing so yeah fantastic but yeah thirsty for a name for a song is actually is very very different so that's uh pretty cool i must admit <laughs> like, i admit when i was going through your, your songs on um youtube quick i was like oh these are really awesome and then i found this little rabbit hole of this uh rap song by r.i.p and yeah uh, yeah i was like oh my god this is so cool i loved it i loved it i'm a huge dolly fan so as soon as i saw it was like with jolene and there i was like oh i gotta hear this now so yeah, Dolly is Dolly's really inspired to me, one, as not only how she runs her business and how she carries herself, but as a songwriter. And so when I got like approached to do that, it was through a mutual friend. I see a little cattail. I love it. <laughs> this is Here's his hug. Hello. Um, it was a DJ. It was a mutual friend was a DJ. And he was like, I know a girl that would be perfect for this. And when, when they asked me, I was like, do I want to do that kind of version of a Dolly song? Like, let me, I, let me, give me a couple days, send me the lyrics, let me assess how I feel about it. And um, when he sent me the lyrics and just described the, the overlying message that he wanted to get across and his passion, I was like, you know what? I, this feels right. Like what other opportunity am I going to get to, do something like this, you know, and um, I'm glad I said yes, because I, I have gotten some feedback where people are like, that's a jam. Like, I love listening to that song when it comes up on the playlist. I, it's a jam. So I'm, I'm glad because I wouldn't like how many other times am I going to do something like that? Yeah. It's amazing. It's an amazing copy of it as well. I mean, so many people try and do these things, you know, with these songs, and they don't always work. But that that is a really, really good copy. Oh, good. Copy. Thank you. I'm like, when I saw Jolene, I'm thinking, hmm, what is this going to be? <laughs> but it was absolutely fantastic. Really, really good job. Really good job. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love the, the message that it conveyed. It was just, it was really nice in that, you know, so... I'm glad you said that. And um, I'm really glad he included the bloopers too at the end. I felt like that captured totally what it was like on set for that music video. So tell us, oh, sorry, take us ah. off, everyone. Take us off, Your What? I'm sorry, guys. 
Yes. 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 Get your official. Oh, there Aww. you go. You're in the video now. He wants some love. Yep. This is so cute. She's so sweet. <laughs> I got one. Um, I got one right here. Aww. Uh, can you guys see? She's she's sleeping. She's just out. Just happy as a clam being right in the corner where everything's going on. <laughs> That's how it always works, right? Of course. Yeah, so we're, we're under your feet. Yeah. yeah. I've had to lock mine out because mine are noisy. Well, two of them are, but one uh, will be, and the other one will be like scratching at the door to get out all the time. So I'm like, oh. stay outside, stay there, it's safer. <laughs> yeah. All independent. Awesome. Yes. Oh. So tell us about some of the uh, sheroes that have inspired you to do what you're doing today. Yeah, what I, I just want to go into Shero. Is that what you guys call, the, the call women them? Are, yeah, yeah, the women that are your heroes are, are the Shiro's. Yeah. Sheer, oh, Shiro's. Okay, that's great. I love that. I love that. I honestly, the first, like very, very first two artists were Amy Grant and Gloria Stefan. Like I fell in love with both of them uh, for very different reasons. And I was, I was just so happy listening to them. And every Saturday we would, we'd put them on and I would help my mom clean and we'd be like dancing around the house. And um, yeah, so the, those are like the first two and, and still this day, I, I love Amy Grant uh, and her voice. And, and then um when Lee and Rhymes and Shania Twain came out, like obviously I, I listened to the the Celine Dion and the Mariah and the Whitney. I I, I did all all of that, but then uh, it was Shania and Lee and Rhymes, and they're the ones who like really pulled me into country music. And um, Leanne had a bunch of age appropriate songs, so I was singing all of her songs um, and just studying studying their their voices and and learning how to sing essentially and in you know obviously in voice lessons too but but through singing their songs and listening to them and and idolizing what they were doing um yeah but as some as far as on a songwriting standpoint uh Cheryl Crow uh Dolly Parton and I really one of my sheroes uh that is more recent is Emily Wiseman and she just crushes it and all of the songs right now into from Lauren Elena to Keith Urban to Dan and Shay to, to whoever she's all over the radio but I love her I must admit Amy Grant when I was younger you did yeah I loved that that song she had baby baby got stuck in my baby, head baby baby <laughs> Oh my gosh. It just feel good music, you know, like it, when she sings and you listen to those songs, it, it just feels like a giant comforting hug to me. Like it makes me happy and I want to bop around and get into it. So I try, I strive to, to do that. I've been told that a lot of my music is an underlying, like overlying umbrella of inspiration and kind of like a, you know, find your voice and really stick to it, kind of uh, in inspiring empowerment songs. But um, at the same time, I, I, I put a lot of thought into the production to have the song come to life and feel good. Like I want, I want people to hear it and like 
want to move or feel inspired, like, yeah. like feel it where they can't a hundred percent describe, you know, like why they feel that way, but it's because of that underlying baseline, you know? Yeah. You do an amazing job with that, I have to say. And Leanne Ryan, I mean, she started at such a young age and grew yes. up in the industry. I mean, she was just amazing. You know, I, I loved her from, I think the first time I heard her sing was Blue. And that yeah. was, from then on then it was, you know, addicted to everything she did. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I did. just watched one of her Instagram lives the other day when she was talking about her album. And then of course, afterwards I went, cause her album just came out on uh, the chant record. And I went and was listening to that one night where I was just relaxing, doing a puzzle. And it was, you know, no matter what she does, I will follow it. And I, I love that she felt so inspired to continue on that path and make a whole record of, you know, what, what's really in the focal point of her life right now and what she's focusing on and I just I think that's really cool that she's following her heart mm, amazing. and she's one of a few artists that's brought out whole albums of dance songs her songs have been you know um, she's had DJs involved and changed the beat and stuff and uh, uh -huh. yeah, she's done a really good job of that as well so that's uh, yeah she's just amazing so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing is like a huge goal of mine is to just in the span of my lifetime to release as much music as I humanly possibly can. So when you go to listen to someone like Sheryl Crow, you feel like you're, you're scrolling and she has so much music and so much music that's maybe out. That's like just written for this, this one movie or, you know, like has multiple different spaces that her music goes into. And, um, I think that's why I've chosen to release the songs that I have up until now. Cause I, I constantly want to paint a picture of I'm, I like to write a bunch of different stuff and express myself in, in different ways. And yeah, I'm trying, I'm working, working on being able to show all facets of, of kind of the creative process that I get into. You're doing an amazing job. Absolutely amazing job. We absolutely awesome. Great. Thank you. Happy to hear it. So if you could um, talk to anyone, and it doesn't have to be musically now, mind you, dead or alive, who would you want to talk to and what would you want to talk to them about? Hmm. Just sit and have a chat. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean... This makes me think of, I got to sit down and have a chat with Terry Clark and Susie Boggess and Pam Tillis when I opened for them. And that moment right there, like that was a huge, you know, I would probably go and say Pam Tillis, but I, I got to chat with her and um, the words that they said were so inspiring. And they're, they're basically like, you got a girl, like, you know, follow your gut and, and keep going. And um, we're so encouraging about the guitar. And um, it was, it was a, I, it was like such a night for me, which they, they speak to people all the time, but I'm sure that they know how special that kind of stuff is to be women of that level, lifting somebody that's just starting and, and growing into the artist. Cause this was even two or three years ago into the artist that she wants to be. So, um, let me see though. I, this is really hard. Cause I, I am 
I would want to sit down with everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to pick someone that's not alive. Um, but maybe I'll have to, I think, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Reba. I, if I sat down with Reba, I feel like she, no matter what, is one, an idol in herself, but she knows how to handle people and she speaks from realness like a hundred percent and she's going to give it to you straight. And I, I admire that and I love that. And I try to surround myself with people who do that. Cause I feel like it's, it's only helpful, especially in this industry to just yeah. be like, here it is. Yeah, no frosting, way. no sprinkles. This is how it is. Yeah. <laughs> no cherry. Yeah, no cherry on top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you do manage to meet Reba, just don't forget to give me a call, okay? Because I would be there. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I, I love Reba. Reba. I am a huge Reba fan. Huge Reba fan. So, yeah, I love her. And she, she does seem one of the most real people. Doesn't matter yeah. what she's doing. She's always, you know, she always seems so honest and so caring. But then, you know, she's, she's straight yeah. to the point when she needs to be. So. And like she, the way she has carried her career is, is very aspiring. Like, she, you know, I'm not seeing a bunch of like photos of her in her swimsuit or less, you know what I mean? Like she's very classy and she always handles everything with, with such class. And, um, the fact that she still has the career that she does, I think is a huge testament to who she is as a person. Cause her team is like, we got you. Let's keep going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's literally kept her private life private, career, career, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And nothing I mean, really crosses. So. Exactly. And I think because you said that, it made me think, like, still to this day, I think we'd have to, like, Google and, and scroll a little bit in order to see Dolly Parton's husband. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. keeps that. That's another one, yeah. Nobody really sees him. <laughs> it's funny that you said that because I just noticed more and more lately she's talking about it more openly than she I think she never had yeah I mean right yeah. I've noticed that too but he still doesn't come with her to the red carpets or anything you know she's just like oh, going to work see you later <laughs> yeah. but I mean, there's, there's, there's numerous interviews though where she has shut people down when they've tried to you know talk about him or or you know anything like that so she's you know she's made it very clear from from the start that is that and this is this so you know and mm -hmm. I think it's how it should be I think sometimes we cross too far over into people's lives and you know way too much about them yeah. you know what what you do is your career is your job that's what we we want to know about you don't need to know some of the other crazy stuff that's going on <laughs> yeah lives, you know I agree. It is hard with all the social media um, and all the stories that you do. Like people just think like, oh, I'm going to, you know, post this story and it's going to be gone. Well, I remember probably a year ago, someone saying that one day our libraries in the future may very well be like, hey, see what a day in the life of Lady Gaga looks like. And then they're, they're pulling archives of maybe like stories and like you know, those little daily posts, like somebody has them somewhere yeah. in the cloud and, and way after her lifetime, they're probably going to be like, yeah, I'll pay you X amount of dollars for that kind of stuff yeah. to put in the museum. So like, 
who knows, you know, what you put out there is, is so you really do have to still watch a story is, is something that is out there somewhere still, you know, it never disappears. It's always there. So, right. Yeah. I I remember taking a a class back in school and one of the, it was a medical ethics law, whatever class. And they said, you know, if it's not in writing, it wasn't done. So if you don't put it in writing, no one knows you did it. Yeah. I mean, that's just holds true with today's social media and the way it goes. I mean, so yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Social media is is kind of scary because it's, you know, yeah. Once you put it out there, it's out there. You don't, even if you've deleted it, you know what I mean? It's right. still there somewhere. So. And it, but it's, it's an inevitable beast because it's so helpful too. I mean, I can't even tell you how much, you know, even, if, even though Facebook has media and, and stuff like that on, on it and maybe some of it's biased, it, I don't even, I, I don't even look at that stuff, but I, I really, I've used Facebook so much. I've used a bunch of platforms so much or emails, like how it's just so helpful as, especially as an independent artist to be able mm-hmm. to use all the tools and tricks of some of those sites to still get yourself out there. Mm. It's a crazy world. Even, even when we're locked down, we can still have music and concerts and still see people and, you know. Yeah. I think the social keeps us connected in a way that, if we didn't have it right now, like if we were in the early nineties where you didn't have all this, it would be very difficult. I think for on a lot of people with oh the gosh, COVID yes. and lockdowns. So absolutely. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, artists, I mean, and it has been hard now, but could you imagine doing it back? As you said, back in the early nineties, eighties, it would be people, you know, people's livelihoods would be 10 times worse. And, you know, we could lose a lot of artists because they're just, there is no visual effect anymore. Or then. Right. Cause at that time, not, you know, not every artist could make MTV. So we, you would lose a lot of artists like because of these type of platforms where we can go uh, live essentially. I mean, I'm, we were talking about this, like I'm on the same platform then as Carly Pierce, who I watched her, you know, live concert last yeah. night that was just available on Facebook. And that's it. That's so cool. I've definitely caught up on, on everybody and been like, what have they been doing? Like, what is their latest? I, I love it. It's, it's accessible now because of this year. So that's a silver lining. Well, if you could thank someone for helping you to get to where you are today, who would you want to thank? And obviously, and I'm going to say you can probably pick more than one person because I know it's hard to pick just one person that's helped you to be who you are. So, okay. Well, I, I, two people came to, came to mind immediately. So I'm going to make sure I honor them. Uh, one, I'm going to thank my kindergarten and first grade music teacher. Um, she was the whole reason why everything kind of started. I was five and she like brought my mom aside and she was like, you know, your daughter, she kind of has like all the three things. Like she's a little cheese ball. I don't even know how she worded it, but she's like, she, she can sing. She's talented. And my mom was like, what? Like, I don't know that raspy, but you know, I had like more of a raspy voice, which you can kind of hear like in, in the singles that I, I put out, it's, it's, it's definitely there. And I can, uh, play into it even more because it's it's just something that's there. But um, 
when I was little, I had quite a raspy voice. And uh, she was like, I didn't even know. We just sing, we just sing Barney in the car and we kids sing along <laughs> and stuff like that. Joni Bartels was a, was my like first cassette tape listening to her and I knew all the words, but she didn't even think anything of it. Um, until my, my, uh, yeah, my music teacher really was a huge champion. And I remember her coming to my first play when I was six and bringing like a bouquet of roses. And I, I like thinking back on that, I was, it was so impactful and meaningful to me to have somebody like that, like outside of my family. Um, and then of course my mom, I don't know. I thank my mom because when she found out, she was like, I don't know what to do with this child, but I am going to figure it out. And even like she, I, I did all, all kinds of activities around music and got involved in dance and piano and voice eventually. And, uh, would, she would drive me to the NSAI meetings for songwriting, uh, when I didn't have my license so I could go get my songs critiqued and learn more about the craft. Um, that was when I was 15. And yeah, I think when I was 12, we put out a record and I say we, cause she, she read a book called everything you need to know about the music business. And then we went and found songs of songwriters from all over the country and, and some from Nashville. And then I went and recorded a record at a, in the studio. And that was a, that was a really fun and like, we learned so much and it's out there. If you really look like it's, it's still out there, but <laughs> a copy um, of it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, without all of that experience and all of that stage mm. experience, I wouldn't be like as comfortable as I am on mm. stage. I just feel like when I go up there, I enter into uh, another world and it's just, I want to express myself to the fullest so that people can forget about what whatever is going on in their mind and, and just enjoy, enjoy an experience. That's amazing. And it's always good to have family behind you because obviously it's not an easy world and music is you know, 10 times harder. So it's nice to have someone there who you can fall back on if, you know, if needed during hard times. So yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Not everyone has that, you know, not everyone has that. And it is, it is really important because it is a tough road. I, you know, but I always say you don't choose music. Like it, it kind of just chooses you from a young age. And so I didn't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. Perfect. So quick fire questions. All right. These are fun. Dead easy. Just a little more about you that you're, you know, people can learn, but, um, you know, nothing too personal, obviously. Okay. Are you ready? Am I what? Are you yes, ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Perfect. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Beach or countryside? The beach. Favorite season? Summer. Biggest fear? Um, love, commit, love, being, <laughs> love commitment. <laughs> like, opening my heart, <laughs> listen to thirsty five more times, all the lyrics and you'll, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> um, favorite holiday. Yeah. Ah, uh, Christmas. Christmas. Favorite drink. Ooh. Um, coffee. 
in the morning. It's kind of like, other than that is water. So coffees. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Left or right-handed? Right-handed. Favorite animal? Uh, cats. Cats. Oh, she has one. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Favorite color? Green. Tell us something that you don't normally tell people. I am a super fan of Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. I love that. <laughs> uh, tell us some of your hobbies. Uh, yoga. Mm. Yeah. For a musical, what musical would you be? Mm. I love musicals, so this is a a tough one. If I was a musical, I would. I'm probably taking this way too literally because I'm like a literal person. But I, I'll just say, Sound of Music. I'd be, I'd, I'd be the Sound of Music. That'd be like the life path of my. Of my life. I love Sound of Music. Sound of Music is fantastic. If you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Ooh, I would be Elsa. Ooh. The older sister that uh, is dealing with a lot of her own stuff, but loves her little sister so much. Perfect. Yeah. So if you could be a mythical creature, what creature would you be? A mythical creature. I mean... Uh, like a unicorn, just a, just a unicorn. I want to, oh, I think horses are beautiful. Mm. Okay. So tell us your current favorite song. If you were going to tell us a song that like you've been listening to nonstop, like the last couple weeks that we should listen to, what song would you recommend? Mm. I have been listening to Next Girl by Carly Pierce a lot, but you guys probably heard it. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll say that. Perfect. Last question. Okay. Most important one ever. Who is your favorite CWC host? Wait, which host? CW? Oh, the... Crazy Women Country host. Bold! <laughs> yes! Paula and Diana. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Perfect. Perfect. Yay. It's been amazing having you on the show. Absolutely fantastic. It's been great talking to you. Um, so what has 2020 got in store for you? 
around those shows. Obviously more singles. I will have a couple more singles and then my album, uh, the Yes You Can album will drop. Actually, because I said Yes You Can. Do you see it? Ah, on the hat, yes you can. Branded hat, yes. Uh, we'll be doing some Colorado trips because our, our new clothing sponsor is the Cowboy Outlets out of Denver. So uh, that sounds fun. It sounds like we're going to the Virgin Islands doing some shows at, at some point. So yeah, new music, more music, an album dropping, and a lot of cool shows coming up. So it's just going to be a year, a, a great year. It will be amazing, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait for the new music. Can't wait for the CD. It'll be fantastic. Yes. And I definitely love that hat. That hat is amazing. Is. Yeah, I, I went down to, it's a sister company of Cowboy Outlet. So I got to go down to Georgia and then basically pick this kind of stuff out. So this is a little banjo. Oh, and okay. then I got to pick what was on the hat. And I was like, well, it's got to be the record title. That's like, that's got to be it. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I look forward to getting to see it, special edition ones. Yes. Nobody else has a hat like this. That's the coolest part. And people can get, I'll, I'll hook you ladies up. I can send you the link. Yay! <laughs> awesome. You can do that. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute blast talking to you and getting to know you better. So, yes, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, so good to meet both of you. And this was really fun. I'm very excited to just be a part of a platform that supports women. And without you guys and the other platforms, we wouldn't have our space to to really, you know, get out there and shine. And uh, because of this, it is so cool to see the wave of all of the female artists coming. It's coming. And coming on strong. Absolutely. And we'll be surfing on top. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but thank you for having me. No worries. Thank you very much for doing this. It's been our pleasure yeah. to have you. Yep. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.